0: You're now tuned in with Nessa Monique, where we're going to discuss the topics you care about, Hats Off. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Hats Off. This is Nessa Monique, and I'm here today with Stephanie.
1: What up, what up?
0: All right, we're going to bring to you guys some new topics in regards to the new year. So we're going to get this thing started. All right, as we enter in the new year of 2020, 2020, everybody's making resolutions, including us. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But... What do we know about the history of resolutions?
1: The history of revolution, resolutions, I don't know too much about it personally, but just looking on the internet and doing a bit of research, it goes back to about 4,000 years. So mm-hmm. it's been around for a long, long time. People yeah. have been trying to change every year and do new things every year. So that's just what people do every year. They think they got to have a resolution and... And I think it's
0: a good thing. Right. I agree. I think that having a resolution is really just resetting your goals, maybe even thinking back on your, you know, last year's goals. What did I accomplish? What do I want to do moving Mm -hmm. forward? So, you know, it's 4,000 years old. Most people, you know, we stick to um, trends and we stick to... How things um, may go in our family. So, if you know, Mama made black eyed peas for New Year's Day, then right. more than likely all of us are eating black eyed peas on New Year's Day. It's a tradition, right? Tradition. So, making a resolution is kind of a tradition. We introduce it to our kids, and and we do it at the workplace. We do it in our family and personal lives, and it's just something that we do, whether or not we know the history. I think it's uh, something that's beneficial for us going into the new year. I agree. All right. So, Steph, tell us a little bit about your resolution. Did you make a New Year's resolution this year?
1: Uh, In a way, I did. Normally, you know, I always set a, a goal or something I want to accomplish. But this year, you know, I was, we always say, this is my year, this is my year. Mm-hmm. And I really think that this is my year. This is my family's year. Right. And my resolution for the year was really important to me because i feel like i set a resolution and it i never reach it or Mm -hmm. i never reach my goal but my resolution was just to be content and just know that whatever i do i'm gonna do my best at everything you know i didn't really set a specific resolution Mm -hmm. i just said that you know i'm just gonna work my butt off and do what i gotta do to make myself happy and succeed this year so really my resolution is just to be me and continue to strive and and just be the best person that I can be right and I really like that goal I think that that covers a lot of
0: ground because sometimes like you mentioned you know being more content and happy I think sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves maybe even being too specific with Mm -hmm. our goals and and so when we don't reach and we don't feel like we've accomplished. So we get down to the last couple of days of the year and we think back on whatever that goal was and whether or not we accomplished it. But I think that just doing the best you can within that goal or within that year allows you to reflect success at the end of the day. Was I successful? Um, uh, for me, my new year, new year's resolution basically to is just jump into some of the things that, um, I've been wanting to do so. Of course, you guys know this podcast is something that I'm really looking forward to jumping into. I always have like real deep conversations, whether it's with my sister or my spouse or my best friend, whatever. We always sit up and have conversations when when we're around family, when we go to Lubbock and stuff, or if I'm with my mother-in-law, like we'll sit down and have conversations and and it just... Opens up my mindset. Mm-hmm. All the, Even if you don't agree with somebody, when you're having a deep conversation about something, it just opens up your mindset. So even I listen to podcasts and I listen to uh, the radio quite often. And I'm always thinking about stuff that I probably wouldn't have thought about or hearing something from a different perspective that I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't even thought about. And so right. my goal this year is to just dive in in general. Just dive in. If it's something that I've been wanting to do, dive in, whether it's I've been wanting to, you know, lose weight, start this podcast, um, encourage my family encourage my friends and just be a better person overall so I'm just stepping in it you know whether it's if I come out with mud on my boots or not I'm stepping in it and uh that's my plan for the 2020 year
1: that's good you know oftentimes we procrastinate and on even small things you know just like you said just stepping out and doing something is that's the main thing if you want to do something you got to start somewhere so you got to step out and do it and if you fail It's a learning. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. So everything is just a learning experience. And just like you said, we stepping out on faith. That's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to say, you know, step out on faith and just watch God work. And your plans ain't always going to succeed, but it's going to do something. Right.
0: And yeah, if you don't never give it an opportunity, then you that's when you definitely look back and feel like, dang, I said I was going to do this, but I never took that mm-hmm. first step. And, you know, and I, when me saying stepping out into mud means that sometimes you step out into something, like you said, I have to have faith and I got to step out on faith. And if I step into something and I believe it's for me, maybe it ain't for me regardless, or maybe it's something that I'm going to have to grind and work in order to get in my life. So I'm stepping out in mud. So I might step out like I may not be so successful right away. Mm -hmm. It may take, there's people, I hear these success stories, and it takes years Mm -hmm. in order for people to be as successful as they are. Like, you listen to some some of these people's success stories. It's never overnight. Okay, 2020 marks a couple of things. So there's a couple of things special about the year 2020. And it's crazy to even think that it's the year 2020. I think I could remember back, you know, probably early... 2000s or maybe a couple years before that, just thinking how crazy it's going to be when you get to the year 2020 seems so far away. And here we are in 2020. Um, so some of the things, so one of the things 2020 brings is another leap year. All right. The leap year happens every four years. It happens on the 29th of February. So that means that Every February, which we know is 28 days in that month. So, the 29th of February means that it only happens once every four years. And so, if you're born on that date, you don't get that date but every four years.
1: So, you don't get a birthday?
0: I guess not. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, if you don't get a birthday, then you must celebrate your birthday on a different day. hmm So... I wonder, do they get to choose?
1: What day they want to celebrate?
0: Yeah. Do I get to be like, okay, this is the 28th, and I celebrate at midnight? Look, I
1: want the whole month.
0: Of February? hmm <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Take the whole month of February.
1: But at least we get an extra day for Black History Month.
0: Right. Right. So that's something good about that 29th day. All right. So one of the reasons they do it, I guess they try to line up the... Uh, the 365 days with the uh, lunar calendar. So basically how the mm-hmm. sun and the uh, moon and the rotation of the earth. And so it just helps to keep, keep checks and balances, mm-hmm. which is, uh you know, of course it's a good thing. So that's, that's leap year. So again, if you have your child on the 29th of February, they technically only get a birthday every yeah, four years. So,
1: yeah. they Y'all going to save some money.
0: <laughs> Claim them on your taxes, <laughs> a little bit longer. I'm like, well, mama, a lot of bit longer.
1: Mama, come every four years. Yeah. How old am I? You too. <laughs> I
0: thought I was eight. No, you too. <laughs> right. That's funny, That's funny though. All right. So also, twenty twenty brings in a new decade, and my kid, he having fun with this. uh He. Fell in love with the idea of the decade. So if you let him tell you that you are three decades old, it's gonna make you feel a little better about being thirty. Cause mm-hmm. he said he walks around the house all the all the time talking about decade this and decade that. Uh, so decades come around every ten years. Ten years. And so of course we hit this twenty twenty mark and we are in uh, inside of a new uh, decade. Yep.
1: It's crazy. We got ten years to to get it right. Y'all better get it right. Yeah. 2020, that's crazy. I'm Like you said earlier, I didn't think we would ever make it to 2020. Like, that was just something that I didn't see. It just couldn't sound, it sounded. Couldn't visualize Yeah, I couldn't visualize it. I was like, 2020, Lord, that's weird. But mm-hmm. we're here, you know? Right. Yeah. And the world is still crazy.
0: Right. <laughs> For real. A lot going on this this year to even start this year um a couple of things going on this year we got the census this year
1: yeah
0: right and it's important very important i know that in general i know looking back the last time i remember even hearing anything about the census or even remotely possibly even you know doing the census was it going into 2000. So the 2000 census. And what I remember about that is getting some kind of packet in the mail that I think I took out and I'm in about sixth grade at this point. So mm-hmm. I took this out and I might've filled out some of the things. I don't even know if I said I was living with my ain't shell at the time. And, um, I don't even know if I, if we filled it out and, and, uh, sent it, if we really understood, I know at that age, I didn't understand exactly what it was. Um, I know that there's a little bit of stigma with it where people feel like I don't want to be monitored and watched and counted. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just another thing that um, keeps us from deserving some of the things we deserve in our community. Mm -hmm. So some of the importance about the census is, of course, we're going to count, see how many people we got in the country, whether you're legal or not. uh, We need to know those numbers for the simple fact that they're trying to take away funding from you when, so when you don't get in the sense, get your data into the census, you lose a representative, you lose funding because when we receive funding and things like that from the government, it's based on our popular, uh, popular, popul, how you said?
1: Population.
0: Population mm-hmm. All right. That's what it's based on. And so if our numbers at our schools say that we have a thousand kids across the board in our elementary schools in our county but in real life we have 1500 to 2000 because so many people did not participate in the census then that eliminates funding for the um for the community mm-hmm. so you still got to supply those kids you still got to you know they still get to come to your school and you know we can't cut funding but we can't increase it after it's been given, right. according to the numbers they give it to us based on our numbers and so if our numbers aren't correct, we don't get the funding that we need, that we need. and it's all the way around we're talking government assistance, mm-hmm. we're talking roads being fixed mm-hmm. and neighbor we're talking a lot of things, and so these things are important and so this the census hits, hit gonna hit you right at home the census. Of course, nationally, it's big, but it's going to hit you right at home. That's where you're going to see the biggest uh, differences in regards to the um, whether or not you were counted, all right? Um, some groups have been undercounted historically, of course, because we have that stigma. I don't want to be counted. I don't want them in my business. I don't want right. them knowing. But at the end of the day, there's more to the census and and it's less of that and more of, you know, funding and stuff. And they don't care if you don't sign up for the census because if you don't sign up for it, then we that money goes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you where it goes. To the white communities mm-hmm. where they are counting their everybody, family, they everybody, dogs, yeah. cats, everything. <laughs> but realistically, let's think about it. when I was in college, I didn't do the census, but guess what and those white families in those white neighborhoods they count their kids, you know their the grandparents if my kid is away at co- college, I'm filling out the census for them, and guess what my kid in college may be doing filling out the census as well, right. so they're counting time too, so they're going to receive that funding meanwhile, our neighborhoods that are under under counted is going you know unrecognized and going unfunded mm-hmm. and
1: then when you look for um funding, it's not, it's not there. Good. And it's because we just say we don't have the knowledge. Black right. communities, low income communities, we don't have the mm-hmm. knowledge. We don't go out and vote for city legislations right. and and things that will help our communities. You know, the you want to say the ghettos or whatever you want to call it, they're not being represented well because we, as a people, aren't going out and voting, and you know that can go back to mm-hmm. a lot of things you yes. know they might not be able to vote because mm-hmm. of certain situations or you know it's just things that we need to learn as a community as black people as color people as Latinos mm-hmm. we need to understand what the census is because you can ride through a neighborhood and see it's abandoned you got buildings that could be used for community centers you got all this stuff that could be used but they're building up on the richer sides of town because those people are doing the census. Those people are going out and going to meetings and doing voting and mm-hmm. stuff like getting that their people and in getting office. getting their people in office while we are just sitting around blind, basically, because mm-hmm. we don't know. And that's why we have to get out there. And this year I signed up to go and do the census mm-hmm. and be a worker so if they do get me on, I'm going to make sure that I am talking to the people and letting them know, hey, this is nothing that's going to harm you. Everything that you fill out is going to be beneficial, beneficial. Yeah. to your family, to your neighborhoods, to your schools. You know, we have to let them know that this is helpful. And, you know, sometimes we we might not see it right away, but in the long run, we have to know that the senses are is it's important. there for a reason mm-hmm. you know it's just not to get in your business and try to figure out how much money you make or how many black people are living in this community it's 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 to help you so we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta talk to each other right and
0: i think and i think you getting out there i think seeing a familiar face someone mm-hmm. that you can relate to um is, is going to inspire people to take another step forward. And like you said, you know, we just don't know. I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Some of this stuff I'm just learning yeah, as an adult. Me too. And so that's there's that's, you know, nothing to be ashamed of. Let's just move forward. Let's learn this stuff and let's move forward and let's give ourselves an opportunity to um be successful, you know, give our kids an opportunity right. to have the resources they're going to need. Mm-hmm. You know, you got teenagers, they gr- they're going to be grown Adults, whenever this next census mm-hmm. come back around, we have to prepare them, and we got to just research, get out of our own way sometimes, right. research, and it's okay because there's more people out there who are doing these things than you um, you realize, and so you may think it's a black thing, but all it is is a um, be educated thing let's educate ourselves and then you can make a decision based off what you've learned you know some people might still turn and decide and say hey you know what it just just said for me for xyz this is why i'm not going to participate and you have that right but at least get that knowledge right just you know arm yourself with knowledge so that you are able to make the best choice because what you do adults and parents reflects back on your kids Mm -hmm. regardless of what you think like you know if I had it sit down with the adults in my family, if it had been important when I came across that census, that wouldn't have been the last time I remember anything about the census. Right. I would have definitely did it when I was grown 10 years ago mm-hmm. and had the chance to do it because I didn't do it and right. I didn't hear nothing about it and I didn't think nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But now, But again, like I said, I'm just learning a lot of things as a grown adult right. and it's okay. I'm not ashamed to even say that. But guess what? I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to equip myself with the knowledge that it takes to um, to teach my kids different or better and uh, to be counted for. You know, yeah. we complain a lot. I complain a lot. I'm like, you know, we need, we, we want, things need to be different. But as you mentioned with yeah. our elected officials, it starts right here yeah. in our districts, go in go. our communities, yeah, in I our go school go. boards. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's right here. Those things are immediate effects they that the things we do there will have an impact on you sooner than later whereas the presidential is big and everybody turns out for it but it's a little it's harder yeah it's a little harder to get right to the president
1: exactly
0: you can get right to your <laughs> city councilman I you can right. go right you to that meeting and meeting. help right mm-hmm. and so that just that's a great segue into um our last topic which is the 2020 election Right, 2020 election. Oh man, I know you hearing that, and you probably thinking to yourself how important it is to go out and vote <laughs> this 2020.
1: It's dire.
0: It really is. You know, we look at our country. Whether you agree with what the president is doing, whether you agree with the way things are being handled by uh, Congress, whether you agree with the Senate, whether you agree with Democrat, Republican, Tea Party, liberals, whatever it is that you disagree or agree with you've got to first of all like i said earlier equip yourself with knowledge, yeah, knowledge don't is power. its power don't vote based on i like right. her him i think that they i could see them being the president nope. that's not how it works and i think too many times we make decisions based off of stuff like that i think about hillary and uh trump's um run in 2016 and uh, just from what i've gathered reading articles and listening to conversations on you know news radio is that a lot of people didn't vote for Hillary because they didn't like the way she looked liked her Mm -hmm. hair didn't like Uh she wasn't (laughs) feminine enough yeah you know that she it was just too many things that got in the way of me sitting down and rationalizing this fool ain't got no plan for us he don't not and and I'm not just saying black people he does not have a plan for America Mm -hmm. he talked big business let's get Factories back open. Let's get this done. Let's make jobs for America. How are we gonna do that, Mr. President? And you know, and and I and I hear even now, you know, because he takes credit for everything. But through the process, at this point, you know, if we say that unemployment is, you know, at an all time lower or um or at an all time high, high or two
1: and three jobs exactly.
0: So America's working, and we've been working. Now we doubling up trying to survive. So we're worried about working. We think that as long as we got a job, that things is good. But the facts of the matter is, you know, there's more to it. And, again, we can't touch the president. We can't go in there and say, hey, Mr. President, this is what we need. This is the layout. This is what my community needs. We have to start with our congressmen. We got to start with our states. We got to start building. Yeah, we got to start building. We can't expect that he's going to look right here at your little county and say because of that county and I see what this little county is going through that I'm going to make changes Mm -hmm. Then those changes got to come sooner sooner than that but as we roll around to this election what is the plan are you just going to sit and wait or are you going to get proactive are you sharing information with your family members are you making sure the elder community has transportation and knowledge as well as far as who they are going to vote for are we making sure that we are making the polls accessible to everybody Mm -hmm. are we making sure that our community is registered Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes we think we just got to be out there doing a whole bunch of work i promise you it ain't a whole bunch of work Mm -hmm. reach out to the people you know and you love and ask them are you registered if they
1: Take a carpool to the polls, you know? Some people might not even have a ride. Go pick up somebody. Right. Say, let's go vote. Right. Go pick up each other
0: to go to the club. Go pick up somebody and take them to vote. For real. For real. Get a car full of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Say, hey, look, voting polls open at this time. What's your window? Here go my window. Let's load up the car and let's take, let's all go vote. Let's go make an event of it. Right. Because your vote matters. We already know our ancestors fought and fought for an opportunity to have a say-so Man. in their own lives. God,
1: trying to get to this point where we all had a chance to vote right? And to have a say-so to mm-hmm. be heard.
0: Mm-hmm. This is your voice. Voting is your voice, and you got to do it with knowledge and understanding. Yep. So don't be afraid to research and get out there, all right? Now, that is our show. We're going to conclude there. We want you guys to continue to think about these things cause we will touch most of these topics again on our way through the year. So we enjoyed you guys and we appreciate you listening to us.
1: Peace and love.
0: Love and peace. Have a blessed 2020. friendship, money and finances, politics, these are just a few things that we'll discuss on the Hats Off podcast by Nessa Monique.